3: Just needed to get that out, Miss Sister Molly. Well, I'm in deathbed and I'm not allowed to have any time off, am I?
4: Oh no! Listen to you.
3: Never lets me off, folks. <laughs> oh, You're gonna get no sympathy.
4: We'll we'll explain more in a second. Oh! Blow your nose before we start. Are you productive?
3: Pardon? <laughs> well, Finn, are you it's ready? A bit, it's a bit rude, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Molly Green and
3: Darren Rudge I saw Monty Don
1: just going hell for leather with a hoe I'd certainly <laughs> keep them going all the year round
4: The Happy Garden <laughs> <laughs> Hello you Can I still say Merry Christmas well, A Happy New Year from the Happy Garden podcast I hope you had a gorgeous time at Christmas. Um, And you and your family had a joyous and a peaceful time as well. My name is Molly. Let's get your expert on. A man who is now a year older than when we last spoke to him on the Happy Garden podcast is also a lot sicker because he's got COVID. It's Darren (laughs) Rudge. Hello. (laughs) You got the vid, man. It's finally caught up with you.
3: Got the vid, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, but the vid for about five days. <laughs> You um, should it go away.
4: It's uh, <laughs> And you've tested this morning. Are you positive? Still? Yeah, are you are. Still
3: positive.
4: Oh honey, there's quite a tale behind it as well, which we which we will tell very very yeah. shortly. You and yeah. I, we must say, are not together. As always, I do miss you, but we're sat in in separate uh, areas of the West Mid. So and, yeah, and
2: we're
3: isolated. We're isolated,
4: <laughs> but you don't have to isolate from your family because everyone's come down, haven't they? Your end. Yeah, the yeah. whole
3: family's got it.
4: <laughs> oh, dazzler. <laughs>
3: It's one of these things you want to share, Molly. No, you're all right. I love you, but you're all
1: right.
4: Oh. Well, oh thank you so, so much. We did. I did promise you we're just going to do a quick Happy Garden podcast just to say Happy New Year to everybody and just clock in. But I'm not going to keep you long because you might faint. Are you dressed? I'm still in my dressing gown.
3: I'm I'm in my Marvel Avengers oh, lounge pants.
4: Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, and I've got a
3: t- t-shirt on. And uh, my general routine for the last five days is uh, slump in front of the TV, yeah. be fed, and given coffee. F-
4: be fed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's that's unusual, <laughs> You must be ill. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's not like me at all. Not, is yes, it? it's really not like your normal routine <laughs> at all. Well,
4: listen, we're talking to you from oh, I mean, can look me we watch Wednesday 9 a.m. 27th of December. It's all over, bar the shouting. So yeah, Darren and I are just touching base with you, but we're both in our pajamas. I don't know about you, but our house is is a the state. There's wine bottles everywhere. There's we haven't even tidied up from Christmas yet. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> fabulous why bother why bother so anyway what we're going to be doing today there's not much oh i've got your interviews to be uh, played out today oh yes gardeners yes. world live interviews yes. with bob sweet and lucy tremlett who you sat yes. down with a few weeks ago so that because we're going to be talking about tree cycling aren't we getting rid of your christmas tree in the next week or so if you want
3: yeah some fascinating ideas we'll be putting out there for you folks
4: and um, Keith, Keith, who emailed the Happy Garden podcast at gmail.com, um, foolishly left his phone number. So we're going to try him in a few minutes as well. Going to give uh, Keith the ring as well. It's all that and more to come here on the Happy Garden podcast. If Darren makes it. <coughs> oh. I don't know if that was a cough or a laugh. <laughs> love you so much. I think it was combined, actually. (laughs)
3: I think it was a coffee laugh.
4: (laughs) A coffee Coffee laugh. laugh. Now, shall we start with some jobs for the week ahead? Still very, very mild uh, across the UK, but wet and windy for a few days. So, let's see what we can be getting on with. Uh, Now in the happy garden. Oh, I say, sweetie, this is my favourite bit. Time for Darren to be absolutely flabulous and regale us with his gardening jobs for the week ahead.
2: Well, yes...
4: Go.
3: So. It's root bald season and bare root season, folks. So if you want to plant trees, evergreen trees and deciduous trees, now is a really good time to do it. Because it's a quarter of the price, it's at least half the price, so it's a money-saving tip as well. So if you've got trees, hedging and shrubs that you want to get planted, it's a fabulous time of year to do it because conditions are warm, it is still very mild, folks, and it is quite wet as well. Don't plant in really wet conditions because that does the plants no favours. At all. If you haven't pruned your roses yet folks, you naughty people, mm. uh, then uh, make sure that they're given a really good prune through because we will have some really windy sessions uh, to come as we go through the winter months and they can suffer from what's called wind rock, especially as we go through the winter months. And then finally just check uh, newly planted trees and shrubs that have been staked. Uh, make sure that the stakes are nicely secure.
4: Thanks Darren. We'll have more jobs a little bit later on if Darren is still conscious. You're right. <laughs> I'm going to have to check with you every 10 minutes. You're okay?
3: I'm all right. I'm bearing through. Are you
4: bearing through?
3: Yeah, I'm bearing through.
4: Okay. Oh, listen to you.
3: I'm all. I'm all.
4: You could do, um, yeah, you're all. So you could I'm do all. some sort of advert for. Uh... <laughs> well, I don't know. For what? I don't know. <laughs> Something that requires a very deep. <laughs> Very White. That's the one. Yeah. Old Spice or something like that. I don't know. Old Spice. I don't know. I'm very tired, Darren. I don't, I'm still in my dress again. I don't know what's going on either. I don't know how this podcast's going to turn out. Neither neither of us are with it. <laughs> oh, dear. <coughs> oh, we're doing jokes, by the way, today. I, we forgot to include them in the menu. I've done
3: some mice jokes.
4: Have you Got some moisture write that you? down somewhere we'll do that after tree cycling moisture jokes it's not on the menu no i have put it on the menu Shall we hear your first part? Well, actually, it's the second part because we've already played out. We've already played out the first part, so this is the second part. We've got part three to come of your interview with Bob Sweet and Lucy Tremlett. Oh yes, please, Gardeners' World <laughs> Live. They, they came to see you, didn't they? At uh, Winterbourne. I did
3: yeah. Well, they came to see us at Winterbourne Gardens, like you say, because we've got lots of students that are interested in doing what's called a beautiful border mm. at uh, the NEC uh, BBC Gardeners' World Live. That's Um,
4: June, is it, next year? Well, well, no, it'll be this year. Some people will be listening after New Year, so, yeah, 2024.
3: So, yeah, this this is probably going to go out just before New Year, isn't it? So uh, some people will be listening to us in 2024.
4: that's future people. Hey, hey,
3: hey, yeah, 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 morning. (laughs) If you're listening
4: to this, you will be going back to the future.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you will, yeah. Wow. (laughs) But, yeah, June 2024. Come along, have a go. I dare you. Come and challenge yourself. Yeah. It's fabulous stuff. It's really good fun.
4: Well, that was the first part of Dazzler's interview. When did we play that? A couple of weeks ago. Um, about, yeah. Uh, yeah, just having a go. Having a go. You haven't got to have experience. You've just got to have the balls to do it, really. Now, this bit is where Darren sat down again with uh, Bob and Lucy. And Bob starts by telling Darren about the actual judging system.
1: Well, I think there's a needs to be uh, a, a sort of line drawn between uh, what's always been... A judging system. The RHS are well known for their judging system. Um, the RHS shows, Chelsea in particular, has always had um, a sort of judging um, uh, feel to it. You know, the 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 way the show is set up is all about what level of medal people can uh, achieve from the judging process. Um, When we set up BBC Gardener's World in 2016 to operate uh, under its own steam, because prior to that it was part of the RHS, from 2016 we decided to draw a line in the sand, decided we would abandon judging and move to assessment. And in order to make a demarcation, Uh, we set our own criteria, set our own levels of medals. And uh, we wanted to discontinue any association that this is a RHS medal. It's a BBC Gardener's World Medal. So uh, we do start, uh, or I say we start, our highest medal is a platinum. Um, Again, our lowest medal is a bronze. Uh, But it does mean that the levels achieved at the show are completely different and they are awarded on a set of different criteria uh, to those that might be awarded at Chelsea.
3: And it is very, very approachable, isn't it, that assessment process? It's not, as you said, Bob, a judge standing there with a clipboard... Um, with a Panama hat, um, tapping his clipboard and tutting. Um, uh, no, so we,
1: uh, we don't have um, we don't have assessors <laughs> sat on their uh, shooting sticks. <laughs> or, uh, this is this is definitely an interactive process, and I think Darren, you mentioned earlier that um, one of the great things about BBC Gardens World Live is that it is accessible to everyone. We do see lots of charity groups, we see individuals, we see people starting out on their uh, horticultural careers. Uh, so we see students, we just see good friends and neighbours who we accept into the show, encourage them and support them to do exhibits. And, and guess what, they are also are very proud and able to show their friends and neighbours what they've achieved. And that becomes the real West Midlands atmosphere about the show. It's really important. The assessment process needs to be friendly people sharing and giving their expert views uh, on how they might do better in a, another time or patting them on the back for what they've achieved. So, yeah, overall... It's a very, very friendly process.
3: So that's a really nice link. We, we, we made a really nice link there to move on to the next sort of uh, area <laughs> I want to talk about. This is really professional, guys, <laughs> honestly. Um, Uh, because you're talking about accessibility and getting into this obsession that becomes show gardening now show gardens can be quite a frightening sort of thing to to take on board can't they, this big area so people at BBC Gardeners World Live can actually do what's called a beautiful border can't they and that is a really accessible way to get into garden shows and actually showing um, what you can actually do and uh, and put your wares out there so um, Lucy I'm going to come to you first. Okay. Tell us a little bit about this year's uh, Beautiful Borders and and what Beautiful Borders actually are because applications are open right now, aren't they?
2: They are. They are are open. And they're open until the end of January. Um, The Beautiful Borders are essentially a small space show garden. So they're what can be created within nine square metres, either a square or a rectangle. um, And they are, well, they're in... Numbers are plenty at Beavers Gardens Wildlife. They are one of the visitor favourites. We tend to have around twenty-five to thirty of them on show at the show each year. Um, and for designers, for landscapers, for charities, for community groups, it's a stepping stone into creating a show garden at a flower show. It's an opportunity to maybe create something that's a bit less of a financial and time investment, um, but also uh, exemplify what designers, or like I say, landscapers, charity groups, can create in a small space. So the theme for them this year is Share My Space. The idea is that you can look at um, who you share your garden space with, whether that's your friends, your family, whether it's with nature, whether it's taking wildlife into consideration. They are um, completely interpretable to what sharing your space means to you.
4: Bob Sweet and Lucy Tremlett sitting down with our Darren then. And we'll play the the last bit, Darren, about um, how Gardner's World Live actually decides what goes into the show shortly. They're such nice people, those two.
3: Oh, they're great. They're brilliant. And they're so much uh, a supporters of people, Molly. Obviously, they've got a show to run. They want their show to be the very best it can actually be. And that is such a good thing to have behind the show, actually. But mm. they really do care for people. They really, really do care for you and uh, and supporting you. So, it's it, you know, if you've never, ever thought of doing something like this, then uh, get involved. It's absolutely superb fun. Well, you get to meet people like me, Just like
4: Darren, yeah.
3: When I haven't got COVID.
4: <laughs> well, let before we call Keith, let's do a quick Darren update. Then let's do because of course today was supposed to be oh how was your Christmas? How was everything? And I I was working at the BBC on what would that have been the Sunday the Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I said to my producer, "Let's get our Darren on because I knew that you were going somewhere on the Sunday." Yeah. Which you've been invited to because of all your brilliant voluntary work and your community projects, with, which we've talked about on the Happy Garden podcast before, uh, yeah. all the stuff that you do. So go on, over to you. You'd, you'd been invited for the most marvellous day out.
3: Well, we'd been invited um, into the director's box at the... Uh... Molyneux, which is the Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, football stadium, obviously. Uh, Now, I don't really follow football or anything like that, but uh, one of the directors sort of said, you know, for all the good work that you do for the community, bring the family along and come and have a day with us. And uh, it was going to start at, uh, and uh, talking uh, in past tense here, it was going to start at around about eleven o'clock. Because I'd had you, um, I'd
4: had you on the radio at ten.
3: Yeah, and, that's right.
4: And come yeah. about half past ten when we'd finished chatting, I said, "Look, I'd better let I'd better let you go, Darren, because you've got to go and get your elf costume and
3: yeah. <laughs> and get
4: up the you. And then what happened?
3: Well, they asked you to do a COVID test, and uh, we tested positive. All of you. Yeah. So, oh
4: my god! And you didn't know you had no inkling. You didn't feel we, bad, or
3: we got a sniffle. Right. So I mean, that's all I could say at the time was Mrs. Darren and me had got a sniffle, yeah. and that was it. Really, we thought it was just like a you know a winter winter cold. Yeah, because
4: everyone's ill at the didn't, minute.
3: didn't feel feel really ill or yeah. anything like that. So we couldn't go. What was... was that
4: like? Did they actually sort of bring the stick back to you and say, "Oh, they
3: what um, happened?" They just said, "You know, you can't because it's an enclosed room." And you're going to be with sort of, oh, there's sort of like 50 people that are there. You sit down for a meal and stuff. I was going to say,
4: you were due a five-course, sod the football. You yeah. were due a yeah, five-course meal, no, no. weren't you? <laughs> I, did, I did ask if I could have a Do, doggy yes, bag. yes, I? i that food. <laughs> 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 anyway. um, so a quiet but, Christmas then, so still peaceful and lovely.
3: Yeah, it's, been, it's and it's been not, not too bad. We still had our Christmas lunch and, and stuff like that. The only one thing is we couldn't get together with my son. And our new little baby granddaughter. Then I mean, in the new year, we'll do a big, big meal and, yeah. and get together and stuff like that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Have you had the vid before or is this the first time?
3: Yeah, no, I've had that. I've had uh, COVID first time round.
4: Do you yeah. know, me and Mr. Green, Mr. Green and I, we still, yeah. as far as we know, still haven't had it. Yeah. I must counting in bed last night, I think I know 17 people with COVID and yeah. I'm counting your whole family as one. So um, it's just it's rife at the moment. I don't know how we've avoided it. Well,
3: I wouldn't I would not have tested. I must admit... Oh, yeah, we don't all have I would, tests at home.
4: In, in, I would anyway.
3: not have tested unless I was sort of...
4: Guest star at the uh, Wolves.
3: Nice uh, to do so. <laughs>
4: but again, thank you for, for doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, shall we call Keith? Yeah, we call let's Keith? call Keith. All right. Keith. I had a lovely email with some uh, photos from Keith. He emailed the happy garden podcast at gmail.com. You can always get questions to us, the happy at gmail.com. Uh, you can let me, let producer Dean give you all the ways to get in touch here.
1: If you'd like to get in touch with Molly Green and Darren Rudge at the happy garden podcast, then all you have to do is follow them on social media. Just search for the Happy Garden Podcast. If you'd like to send them an email at the Happy Garden Podcast, you can email the happygardenpodcast at gmail.com. Can we say Happy Garden Podcast just one more time? The Happy Garden Podcast.
4: So Keith had emailed us all sorts of bits and bobs. There were some photos, and he was talking about the weird and wonderful things that you can use as planters. Uh, so I thought we'd give him a, a bell, Dazzler. Okay. All right. I haven't Thank you- you.
3: See, the pod phone works. Oh, I
4: was about to say, I haven't used the burner phone in I don't know how long. I've charged it up, so that's good. <laughs> Hang on, let me turn it on there. Oh, no. That's my secretive go-go gadget voice. Okay.
3: <laughs> oh, blimey, it's ringing.
4: That was a good start, isn't it? Hello. Morning, Keith. It's Molly and Darren.
0: Morning, Molly. Um, How are you this morning? Um, Have a nice Christmas.
4: Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you. I'm fine, Keith. Darren's got COVID, but I've still made him come to work.
0: Is it very bad or just a cold, like?
4: Darren, is it very? Oh, he's, he, I bet he coughs. It's
0: it's, it's very really very bad. bad,
3: Keith. It's it's really it's terrible, bad, Keith.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> a lot of How are you, Keith? How was your Christmas?
0: It was very good. I was over at my sister's uh, Christmas Day, and then I come home Christmas night, and then went back yesterday. Yeah. And some of the friends come round. It was very good, yeah.
4: Good. Right, Keith, you dropped us an email um, with some lovely photos on, and um, you're, you're so fascinating as a gardener, because using all sorts of bits and pieces as, as planters, you're very imaginative.
0: Yeah, it all, it all started 30 years ago, 40 years ago. I'd seen things growing out of walls, you know, plants growing out of walls. Mm. And I thought, it must be, oh, plants will grow anywhere that's got soil. And I, and then I was working for a chap and he was growing it out of bottom of bottles and he showed me how to do that. And ever since, I, I, I see something, and I think, that'll be a plant and I could plant something in that. And that's how it's gone. I, 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 I sent you the tower a couple of weeks back mm. with, the, with the pansies in. So yeah. you got £26 in a water pipe.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I found the water pipe on the side here. So I drilled all the holes in it, got somebody to paint it. It's perfect. It's three foot high. It's a six foot pipe. You get 26 plants in it.
4: And it's spectacular. And it was free. Have you got any questions, Keith? Can we help you with anything today?
0: My bougainvillea.
4: How is your bougainvillea? It
0: lasted It it lasted until, it's still in flower today. Yeah. Brilliant. And that flowering now. And that's, I, I, I bought it from one of the, the German supermarkets three years ago. And I did ask, I've asked you a couple of times about it. Yeah. And last year you said, because it had flowered and flowered and flowered. I left it out for the winter, for the summer outside. No water in, except, you know, when it was really bone dry. And then I brought it back in and it come back into green and there's pink again. And it's been absolutely immaculate.
3: Yeah, that's such a delicate flower. You you feel as though you have to be really, really sort of delicate with them. But actually, they're really roughy tufty. and they'll they'll just provide. Oh, yeah, flowers totally and utterly year in year out, will not they, Keith?
0: Oh yeah, it, it just keeps going. I mean, when you when you look at them out in the you know the sunny countries, they, they grow as edges, don't they? Yeah. They don't go a seed. You can only yeah. check them from cuttings. So how do they all spread when they're in the desert or when they you know on the continents? That's what always amazes me. Well, it depends sure.
3: on the type of bougainvillea that you're talking about because some, uh, what they call species bougainvillea, do produce seed, Keith, but the cultivated ah. versions don't tend to do that. Oh, that's interesting. Because it's been bred out of them. Species bougainvillea will, so it's a natural natural uh, thing for them to do. But cultivated versions, i.e. person-made, basically it's probably been bred out of them so you can't collect seed from
0: them.
4: Well, listen... um. Merry Christmas, if it's not too late to say that. Happy New Year. I've no doubt we'll speak to you on the Happy Garden Podcast in 2024, fingers crossed.
0: Yes, thank you very much.
3: Happy New Year, my yeah, friend. you. Happy New thank Year. Thank you for ringing. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Oh, what a lovely man. How inventive is that? Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and just to look around and think... I can make a planter of that.
4: <laughs> I remember you do you've done lots of of sort of little slots, mini-series on oh my goodness, anything that you find. On you know yeah. tires. I mean, they make good planters, don't they? Old tires, and they're good for potatoes if you stack them.
3: Well, old cups. You know, if you've got a cracked cup, you can still plant into them. Obviously, you need a fair bit of drainage in the bottom, or something that won't mind being sort of sodden. But I've still got your smiley cup that I plant up every year. Do you remember you <gasps> got bought me a golden cup with a smiley face that on was there? That years It I said know. Mr. He's... Sunshine He's on still there. I've still
4: got it. Was it cracked when I gave it you?
3: Yeah, no, but oh. it did a crack eventually. Because oh, right. it was only CHEP. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> that's cheap folks. This black country for <laughs> black cheap country,
4: jeppy, jeppy. <laughs> Oh, that's really nice. As long as you put a lot of, as you say, either yeah. well it's difficult to well, drill. Balls holes in the it cup, every year. The and every yeah. year the
3: bulbs Chinadoxia they're called. Nice. And every year those bulbs come up, I think of Molly Grey
4: Do you now? I do. Oh that's lovely.
3: Touch the cup and I say, Thank you, Molly, for my little ray of sunshine.
4: Dang, you make me cry.
3: <laughs> that's really nice.
4: Thanks, Darren. And you
3: forced me to do a podcast when I'm on my death.
4: How are you... F- oh, I forgot to check in with you ten minutes ago. How are you feeling now? I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay? I'm doing
3: all right. I'm doing all right. I'm pacing myself.
4: Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't peak. Because don't peak, because <laughs> we've still got... In fact, because well, we're doing a short one, we haven't got much left. We've just got jokes and a bit of tree cycling to do, and then you can... Okay. Then you can... Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> You're not going to do anything. No, you? you're just going to sit there for the rest of the day
3: and sit here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, got okay. nothing else to do. But
4: even that's nice, actually, that you can just take it easy and hopefully you'll test. My friend, um, who's just got over COVID, she tested positive for over two weeks.
3: This is what I'm worried about because I'm back to work next week. Well. <laughs>
4: Well, yeah, fingers crossed you'll be okay. There is so much illness around. Our boss at work, he's got this cough he's had to have antibiotics for, and I know a fair few people have, and it's called a 100-day cough. Well, I don't know. The papers have labelled it a 100-day cough. Um, And people are, like, breaking ribs because they're coughing so much. Yes, all sorts going around at the moment. Right, (laughs) shall we get on your part three of the Gardener's World Live chat with Bob Sweet, show director, and Lucy Tremlett, who is, uh, we can't remember a title, can we, which is very, (laughs) very important. (laughs) So uh, Bob started by, well, Darren sat down with them both a few weeks back at Winterbourne Gardens in Birmingham and asked just how Gardener's World Live decide what does go into the show.
1: We always look at what the visitors are looking at. In other words, um, sometimes I go around and take photographs of um, what visitors are looking at because it tells the story to me. It it tells me the story about um, what are the subject matters that are uh, being most in um, the most interesting. It also tells you a little bit about whether, um, uh, as you say, it's, again, another interactive process on the borders. It's the satisfaction from the exhibitor of doing it. It's the intrigue and satisfaction of the visitor being able to see what's being achieved. So it's working both ways. Um, And uh, it is quite interesting because we have quite a range of people who want to stage borders. some are pretty slick and pretty organized and know what they want to do um, and they do it effortlessly um, we then have groups who to be quite honest have never done it before they struggle to know where to start and we need to support them and encourage them along the way so some start with nothing. They uh, grow a few seeds. they um, put their community resources together. Uh, some of the ladies knit some of the uh, Some of the people uh, have got some plants growing in some jam jars, and so it goes on, and somehow that gets pulled into a a community border um, but they're fun and yeah. The, the individual nature of them, the quirkiness of them, the the fact that uh, somebody has actually thought about using a knitted scarf as a as a bee hotel, all of that is complete, you know, innovation. It's it's, it's interesting and a talking point. They are and really really diverse. Yeah, they? they are, and and I think that the boarders, all of them, are talking points talking points for visitors and the exhibitors learn from each other and overall it's a very satisfying experience i think for everyone involved great stuff
3: well fully encourage people to come along and and pop in an application don't we yeah and me from an assessment point of view and you guys from a a leadership you're our leaders Um, what's new for 24 then can you let us into some trade secrets who's um, doing the feature garden things Ooh. like that
2: well you may have seen that we've made quite a lot of noise about this but we are thrilled that adam frost yeah is doing... <laughs> adam frost is doing our headline feature garden at the show next year so Great. adam uh, you know is a huge friend of the family he is the, you know brilliant presenter on the program but he's also just a really really nice guy and a real keen gardener so he is coming and doing a headline garden all around al fresco cooking From and state. um you know he said he wasn't Going to be a gardener, he would have been a chef. So for him, food and edibles and grow your own is a big passion. So that's going to be reflected in his garden next year.
3: Fantastic. Well, um, Adam's been on the Happy Garden podcast, you see. Oh, Anderson's been on the Happy Garden podcast. Shall we name drop? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I believe, Lucy, you have a question
1: for me.
2: I do, <laughs> I do I actually need you to be there every day of the show next year Okay. I'm, I'm looking at your diary and I've got a few things up my sleeve for you so um, okay. there might be some more things than uh, being involved in the Planet yeah. Okay. Uh,
3: yeah, so. please please. Mm-hmm. and uh, the answer to that is yes, Brilliant. we'll book it out <laughs> after we've finished Brilliant. and done and dusted Brilliant. Listen guys, thank you very thank very you. much for taking the time to come here, Bob you've Driven up, from Ber- uh, Ber- Devon, sorry. driven up from Devon, sorry. you driven up from Devon to be here today. And Lucy's driven up from London to come and talk to my learners at Winterbourne House and Gardens about beautiful borders. Thank you very, very much for the year on support, basically for my students, um, but also for the West Midlands. You know, it's great. The show itself is such a big event. 91,000 people is not to be sniffed at, is it, at the end of the day? It's such a massive event. And horticulture change, changes people's Lives, mm-hmm. you know. I'm involved with a community business that people know about now, and our strapline it is growing people with plants. Mm-hmm. So it really, really does make a difference mm-hmm. what you guys are doing, mm-hmm. and your constant support for the people of the West Midlands. Thank you very, very much for your time. You uh, pleasure. Oh, Thanks so again, thank and keep you. doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's absolutely we super. Absolutely really were. is. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Thank you. You're listening to the Happy Garden
3: What a load of old manure.
4: Darren, I wasn't going to do loads of questions today because I want to protect your voice. (laughs) But but, uh, we do have one from Egypt, Jean, which I will plop in today. All right, Egypt. All right, Darren. My daughter has this... Now, I have forwarded you this email, haven't I? Yes. My daughter has this (laughs) growing in her garden, brackets, (laughs) recently moved into this house. I've put some in my rose bowl. I think it looks very beautiful and very festive. But my question is to Darren, A, what is it? And B, can I take a cutting? Merry Christmas to you both, Molly and Darren. And that's Egypt Jean.
3: Okay, Egypt Jean, what you've got there is a plant called Skimmia japonica. Okay, with those gorgeous red berries, they're really easy to take cuttings from. Actually, what you need to do is that you've got those lovely green, slender leaves that you've sent a picture of. If you look down the stem, what you'll see is you'll see some little black buds as you work down the stem from the rosette of leaves. And what you need to do is you need to count four buds down. So you can find those little black buds or sometimes they just feel like bumps and then cut below the fourth one and then pop that into some cutting compost. Remember, cutting compost, folks, is really easy uh, to make. Multi-purpose compost, uh, 50% of that. Mix with 50% perlite, vermiculite or grit. Mix it together. That gives you a really free-draining compost. Pop that into a pot. Put around about five cuttings in around about a uh, five-inch pot pop it on your sunny windowsill, put a polythene bag over the top and leave for around about six weeks. Just turn every other day so that the humidity throws up the water onto the bag doesn't it and you don't want that dripping back onto your cuttings but within six weeks you'll have roots on your cuttings and then you can pop them up and you can have loads of skimmias now they do like an acid soil condition uh, egypt gene so just be aware of that but if you've got one growing in the garden guess what soil conditions you might have yeah you'll have acid soil conditions that's how to propagate them and they are a wonderful wonderful plant to have at this time of year. And I would suggest that you've got um a cultivar called Rubella because of the colour of those wonderful, wonderful fruits that are in your rose bowl. How fabulous is that, Money? Yeah, wonderful stuff. That
4: beautiful. What a well, lovely picture. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Egypt yeah. Jean. Happy New Year. Thank you, sweetheart. Whoa. Happy New Year. Um Darren Hello. Oh, you blown your nose. Yeah. Blown your nozzle. Um, my legs are cold.
3: Yeah.
4: I might go and put some pyjama bottoms on.
3: I have no sympathy.
4: Why? Because you're iller than me. (laughs) I have no sympathy. Well, you know, you've got your leisure pants on. I've only got my dressing gown on. My legs are getting really chilly. So... Well, I, I was going to say, can you do a musical interlude? I'm going to really miss the musical interludes because... Well,
3: we, we could try a musical interlude every now and then.
4: Well, the, you for the whole of December, you did Christmas carols, which went down very well. I've had some really nice emails about your singing. Really? Yes. <laughs> but I don't know as that I can ask you to sing when you've got COVID. I mean, that's a well, big ask, isn't it? I don't
3: know. What do you know?
4: What would you sing Anyway. Well,
3: I've, I think I did silent night. I've yeah. done red nose, red. red uh, I need to say something then. Red nose, <laughs> <Yeah>. red, Rudolph, <laughs> Him. the red nose reindeer. <laughs> I think I did. Cu- oh, come all you faithful. Yeah. Uh, what could I possibly? I do? I don't know.
4: I don't know what's apt for New Year. Oh,
3: I've got one. Okay. Go on, it might not be a carol, but I've got one.
4: All right. Are you okay? Uh, okay. I, I, uh, let me think. I've got to run down the bedroom. I'll probably, okay. I will probably pop to the loo as well. All uh, right. So I'll, maybe sixty seconds. Okay. You think you'll be all right?
3: Yeah, I'll be OK. All
4: right, headphones are going off. Be good, Darren. Go.
3: <laughs> right, folks, she's gone again. Leave it all to us. Are you ready? A ray of hope flickers through the sky. A shining star lights up way up high All across the land dawns a brand new morn This comes to pass when a child is born A silent wish Lick us through the trees There oh. you yeah,
4: are, how about that? Well, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, I, could, I don't well, know, I know did, what you were singing, I just sat I back down
3: When a child was born Boney M? Uh, no, no, no oh, who sings The Johnny that? Mathis
4: Oh sorry, version. it's not Boney M Come on it Did Boney M do it?
3: I think so, yeah I Actually know. I could have done that one <laughs>
4: Which
3: one? Done which one? I could have, I the Boney M one I never thought of doing that that was quite good, actually. Let
4: me. I'm just going to Google it. <laughs> when a child <laughs> was born,
3: Mary's boy child was born. Oh, there
4: we go. It? Yeah, I knew there were some children in it. Oh no, you're right. Oh no, when a child is born, <laughs> Boney M. Did you really? Oh, hang on. God.
3: Well, you're the DJ between us, aren't Oh, you? I can't play that. I only can I? listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Anyway, I'm sure it was brilliant and I'll put a, bit, a, put a bit of echo on in post-production. And Great? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. good.
3: Um, I mean, you'll have to check the wording. I think we get away with the copyright because I changed <laughs> some the
4: <laughs> <laughs> It was our own version, my lud. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fine. Shall we do a bit of tree cycling? So, yes. by the time this goes out, by the time I've edited and put it out, um, it will, people <laughs> will probably be listening in 2024 and they'll have their decks down. Decks down day, well, Twelfth Night is a festival in some branches of Christianity, which marks the beginning of Epiphany. Now, a count of exactly 12 days from the 25th of December arrives on January the 5th. That's according to the Church of England. That is Twelfth Night. But the day of Epiphany... Which is when the three wise men came is the day after, which is January the sixth. But not everybody agrees. Some Christian groups count the twelfth day of Christmas as starting the day after Christmas Day, making it January the sixth, the twelfth night. Some other countries which follow the, the sixth tradition are Germany, Poland, Czech Republic. So fifth or sixth, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be soon. And I don't know about you, Darren. I'm um, quite looking forward to Dex Down Day. I've, I've had enough. <laughs> Well enough, Christmas Eve (laughs) (laughs) Christmas has gone on for a long time this year Humbug Well for me, because I put Christmas up in uh, mid-November I'm done really now, it's fine (laughs) (laughs) You
3: all spent
4: (laughs) You all spent I'm spent I'm spent (laughs) Now listen, if you did have a proper tree (laughs) uh, A real tree Then you might wonder what to do with it I do have some Christmas music actually Darren This will probably be the last time we'll be able to play it So shall I? Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, if you did have a real tree, now the government does estimate that we dispose of 8 million trees a year. So let's not get them in landfill, which is obviously costly to the environment and the taxpayer. And the cost of landfilling 8 million trees apparently does, like, 22 million quid... Yeah, Yeah. so we, we don't want to throw them in landfill bins. So obviously real Christmas trees are biodegradable. They will break down over time. Lots of alternatives to give your tree a second life. But before you start, make sure you take all the decorations off, including any tinsel, any garlands off the tree, because obviously they're not going to break down naturally and will cause some harm to wildlife that might get tangled up in it. So some things to consider as to where you can take your tree. You start, Darren.
3: Well, local authorities uh, is the place to start. Uh, many local authorities offer a drop-off or tree recycling service and your tree will be put to a good use by being chipped and used locally. Visit your local authorities' website, local charity recyclings, for a small fee. Some charities will pick up uh, your tree they uh, will take your donation and use that as a good cause. And garden centres, check your, with your local garden centres. They often collect them and chip them uh, for use on as a flower bed mulch or a wood chip. And zoos, would you believe? Some zoos will take an in an old Christmas tree for their enclosures for enrichment or food. And alternatively, if you're feeling crafty and want to reuse your tree, here are uh, uh, Forestry England's top tips said that wrong. No, you didn't say it wrong. (laughs) I thought you were pausing because they're not there. Oh, they are, they are below. There we are. Sorry. The music has just finished. Do you want (laughs) to do that again? (laughs) That
4: all went a bit wrong, didn't it? No, no, it's fine. Because I I was going to
3: lead on to you to say, (laughs) um, I didn't realise the ones below were Forest (laughs) of England's top tips. I hadn't bloody read it. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Okay. Don't worry don't worry about it. A, I haven't got time to be editing out mistakes, so I'm just going to leave them in this week. No one will mind. Okay. It's the in-between bit and you've got COVID. I'll just blame you. Um, and the, mu- right, and yeah. the music had run out. Do we want the music again? Yeah. Is that the police? Yeah. <laughs> I've found you. Oh, you're having the music again. This is a terrible yeah. podcast, isn't it, this week? Let's carry on. So. <laughs> It is to you, Molly. A bit more professional <laughs> normally. We'll be next year. Over to me then, Darren. Um, yes, no. Forestry England. You see, Richard from Forestry England was going to do this slot. If you remember last week, I was going to pre-record oh, it, and he was ill. He got something oh. as well.
3: Has he got COVID?
4: I don't. Oh well, he might have. I don't think he'd tested, but he went Well, he said he felt like he'd been hit by a bus, and sorry, he can't help me.
3: That's it then. That's Covid. Hence, yeah, might be. (laughs) Hence, we've got to do this.
4: We're fumbling through this. So, Forestry England say ponds, trees will decompose well in water. So, if you've got a large pond in your garden, your Christmas tree could provide a habitat for fish. Bung it in your pond. Which I wouldn't have thought of that, that's good. Mulching it, Mm. chip or chop up the tree into as many bits as you can, leave it to decompose around the garden, shake the needles onto the flower bed. For the birds, you could pop your tree outside on its stand and hang feeders or fat balls from it, giving sustenance to birds through the harsh winter months. And then, finalement, Darren, this would have been a brilliant one for either Darren's larder or money-saving tips. You can do the pine needle potpourri, if you like.
3: Okay. well... Um, Pied needle potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) Fill a large bowl with dried stems or fallen needles from your pine tree. Next, add some lemon and orange rind, Mm. a cinnamon stick, whole cloves and some nutmegs uh, to the mixture. To store it, place the mixture in jars... Or wrap in newspaper. If you're a dab hand with a sewing machine, you can make some scented sachets or pillows for drawers and wardrobes. How about that?
4: Yeah, that's really really nice. And then final 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 element: saw up the trunk, stack the logs to make a log pile habitat for insects, amphibians such as toads, frogs, and newts. They'll love you for it. I'll miss the Christmas music.
3: We made a fist of that.
4: It was a word. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do, you think, do you think I ought to put some sort of um, thing at the end, some Kav- sort of apology?
3: Yeah, yes. some caveat. So, sorry, sort of ap- sorry. Or I
4: could put a code to the right at the beginning of the podcast, just saying I'm so- it's Darren's <laughs> sorry, fault. What you're about to hear. <laughs> no one minds this bit in between. Oh, are you doing that just for effect? Just we'll do do that at the end as well, just as an <laughs> apology. <laughs> Big nose blow.
3: Number 27 in the country. This is professional. Top quality, this is.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my Darren. My Darren. Well, there you go. There's that bit done. By the way, I have had... I'll forward you these. I haven't got time to read them all out today. Well, I could do if you want, but I've had a fair selection um, of emails and all sorts of messages wishing you... Happy birthday.
0: Aaron is born on a Christmas day, on a Christmas day, to save the the lives of of the plants. plants, Give a new life through the
4: year. Oh, yeah, not only were you ill with the vid on Christmas Day, for Christmas, because obviously your birthday on Christmas Day, so it's a double whammy. Oh. Deb says, happy birthday, Mr. Rudge. Thank you very much for all the information, all the inspiration. The proper belly laughs until my sides have hurt. Here's to more in 2024. Thanks, Deb, in Fourbridge. Oh, thanks, Debs. Uh, oh, I've had lots of them. I'll have to forward you some. Oh, here's one from Mike. Um, this isn't about your birthday. It's a, Well, it is a joke. It's a follow-on joke. Just out and about, Molly, walking and listening to the podcast. Read your Dalai Lama joke, dot, dot, dot. There's more. So do you remember my Dalai Lama joke was... Yeah. Dalai Lama walked into a pizza shop and he said, can you make me one with everything? (laughs)
0: Love
4: that. (laughs) Micah said, here's a follow-on, make me one with everything. But when he handed over the money to pay for it, he only received his pizza, a receipt and a smile. Dalai Lama says, but what about my change? Pizza Man says, but I thought you believed the change must come from within. Good, 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 good. good. Thank you. Why are you
3: going to love my mice jokes?
4: Shall we we do them now? Let me put my glasses on. Yeah,
3: let's do my mice jokes.
4: Hang on, let me find the joke music. There it is. All right, then let's go ski. Now in the happy
2: garden, it's about time
4: for some Alan Titters. Brace yourself for your gardening jokes of the week from Darren Rudge. Go on, then, Lesby haven't you?
3: What do mice send at Christmas, Molly? Oh, I don't know. Christmas cards.
4: Oh, good, Darren. Good. Yeah, two one.
3: What is? Uh, what are mice, or is it mices as meeses, plural? Yeah, mices. <laughs> favorite? What are they? What? What is just, their just favorite action movie? Just start again, Darren. What, what is a mices' favorite action movie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fast and Furious. <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> that was on over Christmas. Yeah, good. Did you make these up? Have you got some sort of pamphlet? Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) Two. My pet mouse, Elvis,
3: was in a bit of a pickle yesterday. Yeah. He was caught in a trap.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. By the way, 101 mice now. That's the count this morning.
3: Oh, Lord.
4: Three. Why don't
3: elephants like computers?
4: Oh, now I've heard this one before, but I can't think of the answer. Over
3: to you. They're frightened of the mouse.
4: There we are. Oh, 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 oh come <laughs> on, why did you know yes. Frightened of the mouse,
3: yeah. What did the cat say to the mouse?
4: I don't know what did the cat say to the mouse.
3: Catch you later. Oh,
4: uh, good. Good Dan. <laughs> oh. Good. No,
3: no. The the good news story, Molly, mm. is that the bell ringer, um, in Burton on Trent was released from hospital today. Burton on Trent? After. Yeah. Yeah? After not letting go of the rope wearing ringing in the bells. Apparently it was a bit nasty and apparently he caught his ding-dong merrily on high.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Darren, that's really good. Why why is, why is he in Derbyshire? Oh, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this is my coffee. This is my morning oh, I, coffee. Oh, I could hear the door was opening. <laughs> coffee <laughs> delivery. Say hello to her for us. And here's Mrs Darren. Hi, Darren, Mrs...
3: Oh, so tell Molly how, how how much you loved your Christmas present.
4: Mm. What? Oh my God! She said, "What Christmas present?" Leave that. Actually, it was oh. beautiful. It was a lovely bottle of Calcal Chanel.
0: Oh, <laughs> what is?
4: Really? Sorry, Coco Canal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> The door. <laughs> she's gone now i know i could hear it oh dear See, that's
3: that's the coffin oh. it's a coffin lid <laughs> she's come
4: back in she's come back in now <laughs> oh i know now i know you don't keep Mrs wrenching oh that's made coffee oh <laughs> oh <laughs> It's all happening today, isn't it?
3: There's six jokes there. Had you finished? Did you like the ding-dong merrily on high? I high? did. Yeah. That
4: was really good. I liked it that it was set in Burton-upon-Trent randomly. I liked it too. <laughs> I really. <laughs> right, I think... Um, I can't believe we got through that. Oh, we're, um... Yeah, that's it. You've just got jobs left and then you can... Oh. Ooh. It's all right, it's all right, it's all right. It's all right. I'm long, all right. As long as you're all right. I'm all right. So we'll just do, oh Andy Lound's returning by the way this year, next year, Where? whenever you're listening Where? to, 2024, so we've got all sorts Excellent. to come in 2024. I'm looking forward, because we're a fairly new podcast Darren and we kind of started towards the end of the year, I'm really, really looking forward to our Happy Garden podcast as spring comes and then summer rolls on. We have got so much to do. So many giggles to have, haven't we? In twenty
3: twenty four, there's going to be loads of stuff that we're going to get into. Yeah, and uh, like as Molly says, as we're a young podcast, yeah, um, this is podcast. 17, I think.
4: Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it's we still we still don't yeah. overly know what we're doing, but it'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> well, we've got all the shows because you're judging here, there and everywhere. And, and we yeah. need to hand it over to you as well. Anything you'd like Darren to investigate or Andy Lound on a historical horticultural aspect, he'll do that for you. Or anything you need Darren to delve into or anything you want The just the podcast, you know, whether it's keeping chickens in the garden or decking or paving or... It literally could be anything to do with garden or gardening. We'll uh, we'll sort it for you, won't we, our dazzler?
3: Anything we can help with, yeah. totally and utterly. Anything we can help with, we'll, we'll do. Um, but, um, you know, uh, no question is too small, folks. Uh, no question is too big, really, apart from the the, uh, the length of the answer. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, don't feel that, you know, I can't ask this question because please, please, please do. Yeah. And we'll always help you out, best we can anyway.
4: And we've all started somewhere, so don't ever think, you know, a question's silly because if you've thought about it, then probably loads of other people have thought about it as well. So we'll finish with some uh, jobs, are Darren, for the week ahead. I'm yes. Gone, gone. Let me just oh,
3: say... Sorry, that's just the dustbin men
4: oh, is that... outside. <laughs> is it? Is it dustbin day where you are?
3: Dustbin day where I
4: am. Dustbin day.
3: See, life goes on, doesn't it? It does, you know, it no matter Christmas. how ill you are, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah.
4: yeah. Weather wise, here we are. I'm just having a look for oh look New Year's Eve's gonna rain. And the first week doesn't look too good. Oh we've got some we've got snow we've got a snowflake on the eighth of January Ooh. and the 9th of January. Ooh. So maybe we will get some, maybe we will get some uh, winter in in a couple of weeks, but we're recording this on Wednesday the 27th and it's still very wet and very mild. So here's some jobs to get uh, to get on with in the next few days.
1: Now in the happy garden.
4: Oh, I say sweetie. This is my favorite bit. Time for Darren to be absolutely flabulous and regale us with his gardening jobs for the week ahead.
2: Well, yes.
4: Go. So, folks,
3: if you've got bedding plants out there, you planted up for winter and spring displays, pick over those plants. Uh, some of those plants might have died uh, during the weather that we've had over the Christmas period. So, you know, get out to your garden centres, get out and about. Good, good time to get out and about, actually. And pop in some wallflowers and some pansies, some primulas, those sorts of things, and top up your bedding displays make sure that they're actually super, super, superb. You'll have all that colour to come, won't you? Now, don't forget that uh, the lawn can still be mowed, as long as it's not too wet and not too sticky. You can still aerate. You can still actually tidy up the edges, give that a good cut back. And it's an excellent time for planting all sorts of things, as I said earlier in, in the podcast. But how about fruit trees and bushes? Things like apples, pears, blackcurrants, raspberries, all those sorts of things. Can be planted right now, and if you haven't already done so, then dig over that ground and basically prepare your vegetable
4: plot. Nice. Is that still the bin men?
3: There they are. Yeah, it's the recycling men. Oh, it's recycling that are day now. Yes, recycling day, and they're such a happy bunch.
4: Oh, are they? Is that sarcasm? <laughs> I tell you who I hey,
3: sarcasm.
4: <laughs> I tell you who I spoke to the other day. Constipated <clears throat> cat Simon who's a long-term yeah. listener, and he's called Constipated Cat Simon because we helped him with a cat um, who was surprisingly constipated. I think the answer was make it eat pumpkin, put some pumpkin puree on. Anyway, he wants to come on because he's in the local onion club and he was talking about he's going to get his onions in on Boxing Day and I said, oh, we'll have to get you on the podcast soon. So Constipated Cat's coming on soon. And Excellent. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I've got here at my knees. Guess what this is?
3: I've no idea. It's your Christmas
4: present. Hang on.
3: Is it my Christmas present? Christmas presents.
4: <gasps> oh, yeah, oh your
3: Christmas present.
4: I got le- that. You got those. You got that. Got one of them and you've got one of them. Oh have I got a mug? What
3: are your Christmas presents?
4: A mug. Hang on, let me get yeah. I, I stun wrapped yours. Here we are. Here's the, the bottom, here's so what... We've got
3: to get together
4: then. wait, wait, we got... wait, wait, here's a bit of your Christmas present. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that doesn't sound right. And I think it's the same thing as what you've... uh, uh, Do yours Uh again.
3: Yeah. Oh. I think mine's slightly more... uh...
4: Oh No, see, you've got a mug. I might as well just tell you. That sounds like like, that's a glass.
3: (laughs) Ah, you see. Oh, you see. The drinking glass. Oh, ace. And I've got you some of this as well.
4: Oh, don't use it. (laughs) You've got some as well, but I can't... Listen... You've got something to spray as well. Look, yeah, yeah. wow, and then you've got that to wear. And you've got that. Oh, exciting! We, could just, spray, we could just spray that. We could just
3: smell very nice.
4: <laughs> we could just keep these for next year, couldn't we? Yeah, uh, I don't know when I'll get to see you anyway. Your gifts are waiting when we do catch up. Excellent. Um, this Do you need anything for you, and Mrs. Dowren? Do you need a Do you need a food pot? Do you want a bag of chips or anything like delivered to the door? Are you going to be Have you got food in?
3: We're okay. I oh, am. Yeah. We're all all right. All right, for yeah. food. All yeah, right, that's okay. I'll send up a balloon <laughs> if need anything.
4: Text me if you need me, all right? I'm not yeah, far away. Yeah, I will
3: do. Thank you.
4: Thank oh. you. Well, thank you on on your COVID bed for uh, for turning up and doing the Happy Garden podcast.
3: Well, I could not not do it, could I? This week.
4: <laughs> well, to be fair, you could have said no, so thank you for not saying no. And uh, Happy New Year to you. I guess you won't be out Celebrating really? Will you? It's
3: doubtful. Doubtful. <laughs> yeah. Not unless I suddenly become negative.
4: Okay. Yeah. Good luck when you test. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to Mrs. Darren. And Happy Thank you. New Year to yeah to everybody listening yeah. to the Happy Garden Podcast. And here's to 2024. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What? I'm going to leave it there because Darren's clearly um, got a fever. <laughs> No, I will leave the last word to you. Do a, do a good Darren Rudge bye. Bye! You twit. Try
1: You've been listening to the Happy Garden Podcast with Molly Green and Darren Rudge. If you'd like to send them an email, get in touch with the Happy Garden Podcast by emailing thehappygardenpodcast at gmail.com. Follow them on social media. Just search for the Happy Garden Podcast. Can we say Happy Garden Podcast just one more time? The Happy Garden Podcast.